Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. We have Coach Dave and Heather Andrews, the butterfly girl here today. And I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to give you a really important tip and tell you a little kind of a sad story. I've got a roommate of mine that was just diagnosed with brain cancer. He has a tumor in his brain and he has a tumor in his lungs. And he's his family's been out here. He's just had he's just had brain surgery. And, and, you know, the sad part about the story is, is that when you when you have this kind of situation, I and mean, he's going to go in today and get diagnosed on some other stuff. But the reality is, is that he's probably lucky in the way that he probably knows when he's going to die. OK, it's, it's going to happen here in, in probably not too long of a distance. And I do hope that that he manages to make it. But this kind of cancer is not generally the best. And so the, the purpose of telling you that story is to tell you that, you know, I I deal with death a lot in the business I'm in, in, in retirement and estate planning. And I've learned a lot about it along the way. And I want to tell you a story that I hope will help you to make the next loss that you have in your life much more comfortable. So uh, it was a long time ago. It was way, way back in the 90s, I think it was. And I'm not really good at the past, but I fell madly in love with this girl. I, I was moving to Boise, Idaho. I was moving my business. And here I am. I we're, We've got, we got together, we've been together about six months, and I'm absolutely certain that this was the woman, right? This was the one, okay? I was, I was head over heels. I came home from a road trip. I was a manufacturer's rep at the time. I was traveling the 13 Western states. I came home from a road trip. We were supposed to be leaving on Friday for Europe for a backpacking trip. And she said, get out of my life. I never want to see you again. To this day, I have absolutely no idea what happened. Zero. I, I don't know. I never got an explanation. It was over. Now, I can tell you, I probably broke a few hearts along the way myself, but I had never had my heart broken. And I did at that time. And so I drove off and, and, and you know, I listened to music. And, you know, the funny thing about music is every song you hear is a love song. And, and it's like really eating at your heart at that time. And all you can pick up is country music channels back there. And you know what happens if you play country music backwards, you get your horse back, you get your dog back, you get your house back, back, everything. Right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was a mess. Okay. So I drove down to Nindale's Hotel in, in Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, where it's a place where I usually stay. And, and I got a room and, and I'm telling you, I was, I was a wreck. And I was there for a few days, and, and along the way, a mentor of mine died at the same very same time. And he had been dying of throat cancer for two years, and I did not take the time to say thank you. I really didn't take the time to have a heart-to-heart conversation with him. So take this emotional thing that was going on with my girlfriend, take this, and I'm telling you, I was at rock bottom. I was at a point in my life where I could understand how it was people took their life. I could, I could really, I really got it, all right? Now I could never do it, but I really got it. 
And I said to myself at that time, it's, it, it can't get any worse than this because if it does, I'd check out. And I also made a decision at that very moment that it was never going to happen to me again. That was, that was never going to happen. I was never going to have a person leave me and not have a conversation with them. Now, I, I don't know about you, Dave. How old are you? I am 40? 48 years old. Okay, so this probably isn't true for you, but I know for many listeners out there, I'm 60 here in September. I hate to admit that, but I'll be 60 here in September. And I grew up in an era where a man's a man, okay? And and our fathers, they, they probably gave more affection and love to the daughters, but they definitely not to the sons, okay? Agreed, yes. I put you on this earth, I can take you off. If you don't get out there, I'm gonna whoop your ass. You can go pick a switch to get that happen. I mean, if you got in a fight, you better have won. I mean, <laughs> all that stuff. Right. And so you would never ever hear, you know, your father say, I love you. It just, it just wasn't the way it was. And if you did have that in your era, then you were a very fortunate individual. So I wrote a letter to my father and I said, you know, dad, do you remember, uh, I, you remember the last time I said, I love you? Well, I love you. And I love you. And here's why I love you, blah, blah, blah. Now to tell you how unemotionally attached this guy was or with his feelings, his response was, I got your letter. Okay. That's it. So then he was basically like my father then. Cause I mean, that would have been the exact, like, I would write a big long email or a big long thing and I would get back a, I'm fine. How, how's that? You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it was, what it the was, hell are you yeah. talking about? I mean, it really, it really was, I was like, I poured it all out there. And the response was, I got your letter. Right. So, you know, I can tell you that over the next year or so, we had conversations we probably wouldn't have had otherwise. And one time, just one time, I heard him refer to that letter and he was talking to my brother who's a total loser. And, and he told him, he says, someday I have a letter I want you to read. And I knew and he knew he was referring to that letter, but that's it guys, that's all he ever referred to that. Now, now comes the important part. It was about, I don't know, a year and a half, two years later, he went out to take the boat off the truck. And when he went to take the boat off the truck, he fished like every day of his life. When he went to take the boat off the truck, he had a massive heart attack and he was dead before he hit the ground. Now, if there would have been EMTs there, they couldn't have saved him. His heart basically exploded. It turned out to be hereditary. Now, what I didn't tell you is that that was my father, but that was actually my stepfather. The biological father is alive today, but he's just the sperm donor, all right? right. <laughs> My father, the guy that raised me, that was him. Now, what I want you to understand is that when people die, we don't mourn for the people that die. It's a 100% selfish event. We mourn for what we didn't get to say, what we didn't get to do, what we're not going to get to say, and what we're not going to get to do. We mourn for us. Now, if you don't believe that's true, well, just wait till next time. You'll see, all right? It's a situation where, where you, you have regrets. I cannot begin 
to tell you the power of that letter on the day that happened. I, I can't begin to tell you. I was fine. I was really fine. I had nothing left to say. I had said it all. I had laid it all out there. Now, <laughs> simultaneously, my sister, who had some real problems with my father over the years, had been going through all kinds of therapy, et cetera, was just at a point where she was ready to address him, and he died. <laughs> but then, so, right, okay. She, she was a wreck, okay? I mean, she was absolute wreck because now she he wasn't going to get the wrath of her, okay, and everything that she had to say, right? So the, the letter was so very, very powerful. So the question that I want to, I kind of want to walk off of this subject with, and I'll, I'll, I'm willing to talk about it much more, but I want to ask you all this. And by the way, this is the conversation I had with my, my friend and his son the other night. God comes down to you right now or whatever your beliefs are and comes down to you right here, right now at this very moment and says, we're leaving, Dave. We're leaving, Heather. You don't get to say goodbye. You, you, it's it. It's over. But I'll tell you what. I'll let you write a letter. What would your letter say? And who would your letter be to? And I suggest to you you write the letter today. And as a matter of fact, I suggest to you that you probably need to write a few letters. Now, whether you hang on to those letters and you leave them behind to them, or whether you share those letters today, I'll leave that up to you. But there's huge power in sharing it today. And I don't know about you guys, but I can't not sit down and have this kind of a conversation with somebody and get it all out. I, I just, I can't do it emotionally, all right? right? So there's a huge power in being able to put it on paper because you can say what you want to say there and edit it and do all that kind of stuff before you share it. But I would tell you that if you would have told me you know, 25 years ago or whatever it was, <coughs> that I would be sharing this story with you, I'd tell you, you're absolutely nuts. <laughs> that, that ain't going to happen. But when he died, guess where the letter was? It was in his safe. And I have that letter to this day. So right. there's a lot of power in the letter. And I want to suggest that you, all of you that are listening, go out and write your letter today and share it because you can really strengthen your relationships by doing this technique. So I, I, we've got lots of time left. I just wanted to bring that out there and tell you that story. And what do you want to do with it? It's up to you now. All right. So I've got a thing. Uh, as, as you were explaining everything uh, and going through this story, I was, I, I was like, yes, like, like all the boxes, like, yes, I've done. Yes, 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 yes. And the thing that I did a long time ago, so I is is seven years old, and when he was first born, I bought a book, just a normal, ordinary book, on the inside, 
it says Deb, and it's things that I wrote about everything. Everything that I've, I, you know, have an interest for him in seeing or doing is in here. And you know, someday I wanna, I wanna he will have something out, Dave. Neither one of you knew I was going to tell this story today. Yeah, you have that book sitting right there. Yes, here. That nobody, nobody knew I was going to tell this story. And so you actually have that book there. And that says a lot for you. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a huge thing because when I'm no longer here, I want to be able to give him things, give him info, give him the experiences that I've seen so that he isn't he isn't lost and so you know the the going back to my friend here just a little bit if you know me you know that the, the standard line is did you want me to be honest or gentle <laughs> right and the reality is I don't do gentle, okay? And and he knows that. And and so we had a real come to Jesus meeting the other night. And the I think he's incredibly fortunate. And the reason why I think he's incredibly fortunate, it's hard to say that when you got a guy that's, you know, facing what he's facing right now. And, and God willing, he will get through it. But he 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 has an idea of when he's going to pass away. All right. And you, if you go back to what I always say is live like you're going to die tomorrow, plan like you're going to live forever. He has an opportunity right now to really live like he was going to die tomorrow. All right. Yes. Yeah. And, and so if you, if you are afforded this opportunity or sadness or whatever you want to call this, okay, I want to really ex express to you to be grateful for, for that, okay? Be grateful for those moments. It's gonna suck, okay? It's really gonna suck, but it's only gonna suck if that's what you make out of it. You can really make it into something good. You really have time to really share with your children and your family and, and to, you know, to just live life, to get up and smell the flowers and, and do that stuff. And I told him, this guy's a workaholic. And I told him, and I said, look, there's nothing at that office that's important anymore. Okay? Nothing. Right, right. Absolutely nothing. But, but no, there's no buts. Okay? You need to go get your health taken care of. But more importantly, you need to take care of that, which is going on in your family and your life. And, and, and Dave, I mean, you are to be commended for, for doing that. But I would also tell you that if you haven't done it, share some of it okay share some of what you have now all right while you're here to share it and and to and to explain it and to and to you know enlightening earlier in life so to speak interesting yeah yeah so who would you outside of your immediate you know most important people would you do this to everyone or others like would you I think that's a decision. An email or a thing to. Who, who, do you, who do you need? Who do you need 
should tell something to. All right. I mean, I do you have do I, I, you have somebody in, that you went to grade school with? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's who's really important to you in your life. All right. 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 And, and that's probably who. And, and it could be, you know, it could go so far as not even writing a letter, but paying it forward more often. Right. Okay? And doing things that that you generally don't do. I mean, depending upon your beliefs, like I assure you, they're not going to be judging you on their side based on what car you drove and what house you lived in. They're going right. to they're going to judge you on how many people you gave a ride and how many people you gave put a roof over their head, right? I mean, so so what are you doing today to to better that going forward? Because you have an opportunity right up till the day you die, right? Right. Tell so you're quiet over there. I was, um, I was, I was speaking to a friend of mine and a wobble wobble back, and he was saying how he tries to every day or every other day send people just a very quick text like, hey, hey, bud, you know, I'm I'm thinking about you. Hope that things are good. You know what I mean? Just so that it keeps in contact with everybody and keeps the lines of community. Asian open because I think these days we are so busy and full in our days that we don't, you know, put effort into, you know, those people who are important, but we don't see them every day or every other day, you know, but by doing an, an email or a text or a phone call and saying, Hey, like you are an important thing helps. I think. Well, well, especially in this era, right? The the challenge for so many people who maybe have never worked remote, and even those of us who do, is that human contact is quite limited now, uh, whether it's mandated or, you know, whether it's choice. And uh, it is really fantastic to be able to communicate with people in different ways. Now, I get tired of staring into a Zoom camera all day, but, you know, I make it a goal to send handwritten letters. I always have both to family, friends, and to um, business associates as well as clients, because it's really unusual that you get mail that is not a bill or not something, you know, it, oh, true. <laughs> fun mail, right? Um, and um, I try to surprise people too, just with little things I think they'll like. So, books I think they might want to read, or, you know, something I see something a little, and it may be something really quite small. But the reality is, is that you're thinking about them. And it's not about the money, it's just that someone took the time to, you know, put down into words. I love that you did that, James. Um, I have a similar story. My grandfather and I used to write back and forth. And so when I had graduated college, I had sent him uh, a letter and he died very un unexpectedly. He had a stroke in his garden. Um, and he, um, you know, I, you know, I had sent that letter and then, you know, when he died, I called my grandmother and she's like, well, you know, your grandfather wrote you back. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine me tearing out of the house <laughs> to the mailbox to go look for that letter because it was in transit 
as he had died, right? And I still have it. And he's complaining that the font I use is really too small for him to read. And could I use a larger font? <coughs> hilarious. But the point being is, is that that written communication um, is, is so important, right? Um, it, it is literally what we have left if you don't have video or, you know, even a phone call, you know, to hear someone's voice is really important. So I love that you've done this for your son. Um, and I, now I, you know, there are things that are coming about where you document your family history audibly, because it is really difficult to remember, you know, what his voice sounds like. I can hear his laughter, but it's, you know, and I would love to have, be able to hear his voice again. You know, when we come back, uh, you've got me thinking about, I'll tell you about another thing that you can do um, about capturing it. And it's all about capturing, but we're healthy, wealthy, and grateful. And we like to keep this at the 20 minute mark. We're a little over at this point. And so we're Coach Dave and Heather Andrew. And I want to remind you to get out there and write your letter or start your journaling or do whatever it is to do to, to reach out to people because Remember, tomorrow is not a promise, okay? All you really have is today. So remember to live like you're going to die tomorrow, plan like you're going to live forever. Keep smiling, and we'll see you very soon. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.